Iowa everywhere. Time to go inside the game that was and look ahead to what's up next. What's up next? Ben Bruns has the answers and analysis. It's Cyclone Sunday with Ben Bruns. Only on Iowa Everywhere. Hey everybody, Ben Bruns coming to you Cyclone Sunday. And uh, man, what a doozy. Um, You know, thanks to Iowa Everywhere for uh, making me do this each week um, and for Fairway for sponsoring us. Really appreciate them. Um, You know, this is a season of missed opportunities. And um, today was absolutely one of those. I'm, I'm taping this now after the game. Because I'm not going to watch it again. I'm not going to uh, spend my time to put that on my TV and look at all the look at all the nuances. I just can't do it. Um, and and not that I'm entitled to anything. I just um, can't live through that again. And or at least I don't want to. Um, so you know, if you came to this for expert analysis of all the X's and O's associated with, with, uh, today's game, you know, just, uh, you, you can, you can keep on trucking and save your time. Um, if you're just sort of wondering what the heck, uh, then, then join the club, you know, um, I lived through a season a little bit like this in, in 2019, um, I'm sorry, uh, in, in, uh, 1999, um, only was 20 years off on that. Um, my father-in-law has been an Iowa state fan since 1969. And he made the comment to me tonight, uh, you know, I just said, Hey, what, big Dave, what do you think of this? Right? Like what's, what's going on? Uh, what's, what's your impression about all of it? And he said, you know, said, I've been a cyclone fan since 1969. And there's not an offense that I trust less in all of that time than this one. Um, we had 422 yards today, 10 points. You know, people have gotten mad at me for saying the offense was good enough, but the kicking was bad uh, in, in certain circumstances. Um, the offense wasn't good enough and the kicking was bad. Um, you know, fourth and three, Late third quarter, you're down seven to three. You've missed two reasonable. Actually, one one was a bunny. Uh, the other was not much more than a bunny. Field goals with the second field goal kicker that uh, we've we've put out on the field for the year. And uh, your offense has done nothing in short yardage, uh, other than a couple of quarterback sneaks, which were awesome. You know, I think uh, getting under center and and running um, some some different stuff is a big step forward, huge step forward. But you know, Iowa State um, had first and goal from the two, right? I think, and ran the ball um, with a running back who who is not your power back, 
right? He, he Sanders had done a really good job on that drive, getting Iowa State down the field. Uh, had created a more dynamic uh, running look than than most. Iowa State had done a good job uh, in several instances there with you know good doubles at the point of attack and moving people off the ball and uh, having some success. But all of a sudden, all the a gaps are filled up in a true goal line defense, and Iowa State runs ISO and goes nowhere, right? And, uh, you know, fourth and three, start of the, you know, end of the third, and you're down four points. Your offense is moving the football but not scoring it, and we don't kick a field goal. We run it. For no gain. Um, I, 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 you know, I don't even know what to say other than my father-in-law saying that this is the least reliable offense he's seen since 1969. And you know, I don't, I don't think there's necessarily a lack of uh, talent on the field for Iowa State. I think there's enough guys to get it done. But um, it's, it's, it's really hard to watch. And, you know, it comes down to um, are you, do you believe, right? Do you believe that you're better than the other team in those situations, that you're going to do the thing that needs done to make sure you succeed? Iowa State takes the ball over with six minutes to go. The right guard starts with a procedure penalty and gets a holding call on that drive. Can't overcome it. Can't overcome it. And, uh, you know, you end up punting and, and Texas Tech, who, you know, was not spectacular in the game by any stretch of the imagination, let's be honest, um, did what they had to do to win because they knew what they wanted to do. They knew how they wanted to attack Iowa State. And they were physical when they needed to be. When the chips were down, they made the plays. When they needed a first down running the football, they ran the football and got a first down. So no big man of the game, right? Because we got bullied when it came time to win the game defensively. We got bullied when it came time to win the game offensively. And... Uh, we missed kicks. So what do you do? Where do you go? And where do you go from here? Um, and I think the real challenging aspect of this is that it really comes down to player development, retention, and recruiting at this point. Right? Um, you know, Iowa State's defense maximizes its potential. Iowa State's offense does not. So you got to fix that. You got you to gotta create a situation where Iowa State's offense maximizes its potential just like its defense does. And so Matt Campbell's the only one who can figure out how to make that all happen. But presuming you can figure that out, then you got to go say, okay, how do I recruit... The, the next generation of great cyclones. Because guess what? Like, 
We're really good. We're, we're, we got a brand. This is a program that should expect excellence. But man, we're in a tough spot right now. The NIL is out here, right? So people are going to be able to outspend us. And we had all this cachet and all this brand in, in, in college football. And then we just peed it down our leg with, you know, the least reliable offense since 1969, according to somebody who's been around the block a couple times. It can be fixed. It can be better. Um, you know, that, that group of kids that was recruited and believed in this, in this program and turn this thing around uh, and, and, and won a Fiesta Bowl uh, aren't any different than the group of kids that are coming in right now. There's champions in this group of kids that are coming in right now. I saw one of the true talents uh, I've seen in Iowa high school football history play Friday night, and he's committed to the Cyclones. And you know what? That guy is a difference maker. He can be a pro at Iowa State. And, and you know, you get him in the program, uh, you're, you're moving the needle, right? TJ Tampa is going to be a big-time pro. That guy, I, I tweeted during the game, I'm like, TJ Tampa for president 2020. 2028 because he's just the best he's the best um, we can have nice things at Iowa State but we got to get better in a hurry and you know I think we really have to look ourselves hard in the eye and say what are we gonna do how are we gonna do it what's our philosophy like what do we believe offensively what do we believe? How are we going to bully a defense and position them so that we have the advantage? Not just take what they give us. And, you know, that's, uh, again, that, that's, that's for coach and the staff to figure out. Um, you got to have a kicker who can make kicks. You got to have... Uh, because, you know, fourth and three, you're sitting here. I mean, I, I can't imagine being Matt Campbell, fourth and three. You missed two easy field goals. You're on your second field goal kicker. The guy's been doing well in practice. He's made everything you put in front of him in games. And he comes out and, you know, misses the first one. I thought it was good from the stands. Um, people in the south end zone obviously saw it wasn't. And... Uh, you know, then, then, then not close on a 17-yarder, uh, well, I guess it was 27, uh, 30, 33, right, by the time you uh, get it all down from the 17-yard line right before the half. Man, come on. Um, that changes a game for a coach, right? So, so now you think, I'm not sure we can be reliable and how many more cracks are we going to get at this? So it's fourth and three, and I got to go for it. But that's a position of desperation. 
It's not a position of power. And, you know, I, I just don't see I just don't see that being the DNA of our football team. I don't see that being who we are as a ball club. So we gotta get back to being who we are as a ball club. But we got a lot of crutches right now. And uh, you know, the the only thing that's gonna fix that is is an off season and a whole lot of energy and a whole lot of work. And uh, Matt Campbell's built this program into something that we're all really proud of. And he will again, you know. Um, I I saw Coach Matt go through uh, these kinds of cycles, right? I mean, this offense reminds me a little bit of 2003 in some ways. Um, but, you know, Mac, Mac got it fixed. He got it figured out. Um, and our 04 and 05 teams were awesome, right? And he would have fixed it again if he'd have been given enough time. When, uh, you know, we had a down year in 06. But, you know, here we are, right? Um, Matt's got Matt's to fix this. And, and, uh, and he will. I, I, don't, I don't worry about that. I just think that, um, you know, our, our, our Iowa State's offensive DNA has to has to has to evolve, and uh, you know, there's some really good stuff that we saw in this game today in terms of what we're trying to do. But that cohesive philosophy that underlies all of it, like why are we doing this and how are we going to outposition the defense? And, and force them into what we want to do. It's just not there. And because it's not there, you get compressed in the red zone and you can't score points. And, you know, let's face it, we've not been running sets from under center all year long um, in short yardage and, and having time to drill that and work on it and have it be great. I'm going to guess we didn't spend a lot of time on that in camp, right? We're doing it now because we know that we have to in order to try and convert third downs, fourth downs. But we're not proficient at it yet. And we got a running back who's a speed guy in there in a heavy situation where you need to run it and pick up a yard with a big guy. It's a personnel mistake with, with um, a, a goal line or a short yards package. If you're going to have him in, throw a toss, right? If they're going to if they're going to clog up the a gaps, then toss the ball, cut everybody on the line of scrimmage, and get outside. A run speed option down the line of scrimmage, and get outside when the a gaps are clogged and and you can't sneak it. You know, that short yardage situation's pretty. They're, they're, they can't defend the whole field. They just can't. If you are going to put your will on them. But that package is not built out enough yet to, to be able to do that, obviously. So um, here we are. We're, we all have uh, a fair amount of heartache. There's, there's nobody, you hear me say this all the time. I'm sure you're probably tired of it. There's nobody hurt, that hurts worse than those guys in the locker room and those coaches on the staff. Nobody. But I was pissed off on fourth and three. And we're going for it, and we got no hope of scoring and not kick the field goal. I was pissed off because I know that Matt's DNA is to kick that field goal, but we didn't do it because we felt like 
we're backed in a corner because of things that should be easy things. Football team has an opportunity. It's going to be a nationally televised game, I'm sure, right? There's not enough people that have seen Iowa State's defense play this year. They're fabulous. But TCU is an extraordinarily mentally tough team, and they manage the little things really well. And what they did in that, uh, that short-time field goal situation today was as good of execution as I've ever seen. And I loved it. I loved every minute of it. Like, you're going to run it in that situation? That takes balls. And then you're going to get your field goal team out on, the, on, out on the field and get them set and have, it was 16 seconds left when TCU was down. Clock's running. And you run your field goal team out there, and with seven seconds left, you're set and ready to snap it. And with two seconds left, you snap it and you win the game. That's big time. You know, Baylor will stab you in the heart. They're killers. They really are. They're way better than they probably should be. But uh, TCU got it done. So what happens now, right? The pressure gets higher. The stakes get higher. You're playing probably the best defense you've seen all year. You're playing an offense that is not very good and certainly isn't very reliable. So, you know, if you're TCU, you you, uh, probably feel pretty good about your chances to get into this title game and beat whoever it is for the second time this season, which is really hard. Doesn't matter who it is, it's really hard. Here come the Cyclones into Fort Worth. Um, I wish our guys well. I'm so sorry for those seniors that, you know, walked off the field tonight and didn't have that moment of, of that good feeling. Um, you know, I, I witnessed uh, senior days. I played on senior day teams that had a similar experience, right? Small crowds, um, not a lot of success. And in uh, in the disappointment those seniors had in, in those settings, and um, you know, I was listening to X talk on the post game show. That guy is an amazing person. These are these are these are fantastic people, and that's the part that hurts the most, right? Um, not only are there some great players in all this that have had, you know, tremendous success, like have led Iowa State to the most elite levels winning a Fiesta Bowl, right? These are people that contributed dramatically to that. <laughs> but they're good people. They're of solid character. They came to Iowa State because Iowa State believed in them. And they... Uh, and they got it done in a lot of ways, man. In a lot of ways. Season hasn't gone their way. Sometimes it doesn't. But uh, X, Will, the rest of you guys, we're proud of you. Really proud of you. Anthony, I mean, my goodness. I saw Anthony crying before the game. 
because he cares. He cares, man. You know, um, these guys care. Don't think for a second that anybody involved in this that that isn't, you know, everybody's, I, I get, I get the, you know, um, Tom Manning's name gets said a lot these days. The man cares. He cares. But right now it's not very good, you know, and uh, it's not reliable. And so, you know, how do you go fix that? What do you do? How do you become reliable? How do you go, you know, um, become nails when, when, when it's, when it's time to shine? That's what Iowa State needs. We had it. We had it for a while, right? Matt Campbell knows what it is. He knows what it, he, he's, he's, he's lived it. He knows it. Um, you know, there's a lot of guys who've had a lot of success involved in this. So they got to recapture that. They got to figure it out. They got to find what the, what the new brand, what the new version is of that. What's Iowa State's identity offensively? What's Iowa State's identity in special teams? We know what it is on defense. We know what it is. We know what we say it is in terms of the overall program. But there's there's some getting back to basics, and there's some, you know, insistence on greatness and and um, mental focus. Um, you know, I I, I just think it's. It, American society is funny, right? Uh, and maybe it's across the world, but like, um, we build, we build people up and then we, and we love to see them fall. And then we love to see them rise from the ashes, right? Like we, we just can't, we just, uh, we're, we're inherently pessimists as, as humans. And, uh, you know, I, I hear people in the stands and I've even, you know, I've tweeted snarky shit like, uh, you know, winning in the margins or, you know, right? Like, so you hear it in the crowd, maybe you say it, right? Um, it's all true. Like, you gotta, like, you gotta, Iowa State has got to win in the margins. Iowa State's gotta win in the dark when nobody else is seeing what's going on. And I don't know where we are with that, right? Because we're not executing in those moments when the chips are down. But we can't see the work that's being done. We don't know. But but it seems like hypocrisy, and that's why people say it in the stands, right? That's why people that's why people are frustrated that you know we're not doing the little things right. and maybe we're just not talented enough right now. I, I don't know. But I can tell you that um, our true DNA is to do those things. It really is. Right? I've seen it. I've seen us do it. Um, I've seen us be better than everybody else, sharper. Right? During COVID, when the chips were down the most, who was more reliable than Iowa State? Really nobody. Really. Right? Brock made one bad play on a third down at the end of the game uh, in the in the Big 12 championship game. Or we win that thing too. You know, he was just trying to make a play. I don't, I don't hate it. 
Um, we're not that far from that, but it feels like miles, right? Uh, and that's the piece that Matt Campbell's got to decode between now and Saturday and, and then now and um, the time we have these young men, young men sign on the line to, to join us for uh, their great careers. There's nothing better to be an Iowa State Cyclone. I'm just telling you, it's amazing. The support, the feeling of um, accomplishment when, when you do something against the odds. Because let's face it, man, the deck is stacked against Iowa State. Think about Brett Bloom and try, trying to have, you know, raise money for, for uh, the collective in the midst of the landscape of college football. It's hard, right? It's hard. It's gonna, we don't have the riches that some do. And when you accomplish something in Iowa State, it's incredible. Incredible. But you gotta maximize every single last component. And there's a couple pieces that aren't being maximized right now. I mean, I say this all the time. Like, like we all are looking at this, scrutinizing it, saying what it should or shouldn't be. But nobody's coming to your workplace and saying what it should or shouldn't be, right? Did you do your job? Oh, man, that guy didn't get his TPS reports in. You know, he sucks. <laughs> but that's what these kids live. That's what these coaches live. And it's hard. But, you know, we want something great, and, and, and they do too. And, uh, you know, it, it's, it's not reliable. So I suspect that Matt will go figure out a way to make it reliable, and we'll be better. And I'll tell you what, man, the best 5A high school football player specialist I've seen uh, is, is coming in right now. He's a dude. I loved watching him play, even though he was playing against my team. I was able to watch the Tigers and, and the Rams square off last night. Um, you know, it was 11 years ago I, I last coached for Valley and uh, we won our fifth state championship and uh, it was good to be back in the dome but man uh, number three is pretty special and, uh, and the way he got it done uh, in, in, in that game was big time He's a difference maker, and and Iowa State's got a lot more of them, um, you know, that are that are planning to join this crew. And uh, there's some special days ahead. Um, thanks for listening. Wish you uh, wish you all the best. Have a great week. Thanks, Fairway. Thanks, Chris, and Iowa Everywhere. All the other guys on the on the uh, network. And uh, hope you all have. A great week, and uh, go Cyclones. Iowa everywhere.